Hello, one and all, to the BZ Paracast. I am your host, Black Six, and this is episode 22. Thanks again for downloading and listening to the show. This month, I start off talking to Takuma Nuva, Nuju Metru, and Comrade Gato about what's coming up for Hero Factory, both in the upcoming recon line and what we think uh, LEGO should do in the future. After that, you might remember a poll we ran asking the members, you guys, which uh, two themes you wanted to see pitted against each other in a new segment here. So the winners of that were Cyber Slam and the Borok. So you'll be able to listen to McSmeeg and Mikaru duke it out over those two themes. Then I talked to Spirit and Kaipu about the Hero Recon Team Recon Hero Builder. And we wrapped things up with a song by the Tape Headphones. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. All right, on the line with me now are Takuma Nuva, uh, Nuju Metru, and Comrade Gato to talk a little bit about Hero Factory. How's everything going, guys? Pretty well. It's going well. All right, so uh, currently we're, uh, we've recently had the 2.0 sets released, and this summer we're going to be seeing the 3.0 line. I know we were all just looking at some of those pictures, so you guys want to give uh, some quick uh, impressions of those real fast? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, do we want to just, like, go in order or something? Why I'll not? just talk all over each other. That, yeah. that makes oh, it really oh, easy. Whatever. Okay. That sounds like a plan. So, with uh, 3.0, we get the uh, animal guises on these heroes, which is kind of, it, it's a different development, different direction than just the uh, technological stuff we've had before. It's kind of cool, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, uh, we get a lot of transparent elements like the new hero badges and all that beautiful transparency on uh fangs on the spine which looks really cool there's a there's there's a lot of new parts but there are some not new parts they are using the new system and uh i mean personally i'm not a fan of them calling it 3.0 i wasn't a fan of them calling it 2.0 but if that's the way it's going to be that's the way it's going to be it's actually interesting that uh, they're going with like the animal look because I actually thought that was a the direction they were going to take with the Toa Nuva, believe it or not. Well, they, they looked a little bit more organic, the Toa Nuva did, with their masks and everything. Yeah, yeah the like, masks definitely had an organic look, kind of like these guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they all reminded me of one animal or another, the Hero Factory 3.0. Right. Well, these, yeah, these, are, these are obvious. Uh, going. I mean, I think the, the storyline is that they're on this planet and uh, they're trying to disguise to protect themselves from all the wild creatures, which are some of the enemies we see. That's what it says in the news article, at least. Yeah. Also, I don't know about you guys, but I am really liking all of the gold, because not only do we have... Like, yes. both of the Raka sets are in gold. Like, we have two gold sets this year, and that is beautiful. If only that had happened in 2010 with yes. Little Modern Nui and Big Modern Nui. <laughs> that would have been beautiful. Yeah, it's a little belated now, but welcomed all the same. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, you know the original Hero Factory line was very similar to the uh, the 2010 and the Stars, you know, Bionicle sets. Yeah, they could easily have passed off as another line of Bionicles, right? I think. But yeah. 2.0 really took things in a different direction with a whole new system, a lot more posability, and a lot of brand new parts. 3.0 seems to be using the uh, the same exact system pretty much with just like some new armor and uh, helmets and such and weapons. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's the same mm-hmm. system applied to a different look. Right. You know? So, do we really yeah. think that that deserved a a one upgrade? You know, from two to three, or should that have been like two point five? Like uh, I said, you go ahead. Uh, I think it definitely should be a 2.5 thing. Some of the more animal sets, like Lawjaw and Fangs, that might be able to justify a 3.0, but a lot of the other stuff, the humanoid figures, don't really need that label. Right. Well, the numbers seem to almost directly apply mainly to the heroes, you know, because they're the ones who are getting the upgrades. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh Well, you you don't see it. It's not called, like, Rawjaw 3.0. It is only for the heroes. Right. Yeah, this isn't, like, Hero Factory 3.0. It's just, it's still Hero Factory, and the character is now, like, you know, Stringer 3.0. Okay. Uh Which which does bring up another point, which is, at least this time, we have some uh, returning characters from the original line as well. Yes. Yes. Seeing Bulk as a wolf is just pretty awesome. Right, yeah, we have Bulk and Stringer returning, and, of course, uh, Furno and Stormer are there, too. They've always been there. Right. I kind of get the feeling they'll always be there. Yeah, his... yeah, those two seem like the, the two main characters. But we do have one new character in uh, Raka with Raka. all that nice gold. Yeah. But uh, looking forward, because that's what I, I think we uh, want to do, what mm-hmm. do you think um, is coming after 3.0? Are we going to see 4.0? Are we going to see you know 3.5, 3.7? Uh, <laughs> I, I do not think they're ever going to call it 3.5, 3.7. I mean... Yeah, it, uh, it doesn't have a good marketing. Doesn't have a good marketing it. thing no. to it. I I find the uh, use of calling it f- like 3.0, 4.0 just to be dumb because of the fact that we are getting the same system. These are not heroes who are better than before. They're just more specialized. Right. Yeah. So so maybe if like the 3.0 heroes were actually 2.5 and 3.0, they actually did you know, really make some upgrades to the system or something like that, that could justify the number. Oh, yeah. I agree. So right now the number is just really unnecessary and kind of iffy for me. And you also have to think they're going to run out of numbers pretty soon. Hero Factory (laughs) 24.0. That does not market well. No. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine Um, if we had just called the Toa Toa 2010, Toa 207? mm -hmm. Oh. It just, Yeah. Yeah, that would have um, been bionicle for me before it even happened. Right, I mean the the you know for two point it sounded kind of cool. It's like oh they're getting this big upgrade, but yeah if yeah. It, if it keeps on going, yeah, I think it's definitely gonna lose that appeal really fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moving away from the names, uh, I don't know if they'll actually do it for four or whatever the next iteration is, but I would like to see less black. It's like the new silver gray from back in 08 well, and 09. Black black is a smarter choice than uh, than the silver. silver. The fact yeah. it works with everything. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a really nice base color. Yeah, I think I think you're definitely gonna see that hanging around for the the basic hero pieces. They, Although they have, I would they, love to they, see them in different colors. They wouldn't waste money making them in other colors when black yeah. works so well with everything. Yeah, I think it's just certain sets that looks good, and other ones yeah. not so much. Like Scorpio, uh, it looks like it's nice too much black. All right, so. Let's actually look forward now. Um, I think that Hero Factory has proven that it does stick with the same characters, so we're probably not going to see many new characters in, in 4.0, if we'll call it that. Uh, probably they'll do a... Uh, I think they'll most likely go for another specialization. They had fire fighter heroes, and now they have animal heroes. They might do, like, flying heroes or something like that. Right, which, oh, is which is kind were... of similar to um, what they did with the Toa, with the Mystica and the uh, Fantoka. Yeah, uh-huh. 
Is that what 2.0 was supposed to look like? Firefighters? Well, that, that was the well, storyline. Was, there was an attack on a fuel station. Okay, yeah, I got that much out of the comic. I didn't know they were specifically sort of supposed to look like they were wearing They don't fire look like firefighters, but they well, are. Yeah, I just yeah, thought they looked like the, the armor, the upgrades were supposed to be designed to fight, you know, the, the villains and the fire at the fuel depot. Uh, Hence all okay. the beautiful uh, dark trans blue lightsaber blades. Water. <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. Right. So now, you know, the 3.0, they're supposed to be hiding on this uh, planet or hiding from, uh, you know, the the local uh, fauna that is apparently very vicious. Yeah, they look pretty vicious. I don't know. It seems to me, instead of disguising them all as animals, it would be easier just to develop invisibility technology. <laughs> You'd think they'd be able to do that. I yeah, want to say you wouldn't have much of a story. Clear pieces. Yeah. That and, you know, how do you see those sets? Yeah, invisible heroes take down the witch doctor on day one. I, I'm <laughs> sure a, a set with trans clear pieces would go over very well. That's definitely true. Oh my god, that would I would be so happy if they made an all trans clear set. I'd buy three so cool. at least. Hear <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, Lego? We want trans clear sets, or at least a lot of trans clear pieces, or even just transparent in general. They have been using more transparent. The colors on the. Uh, on Hero Factory have been getting more diverse, which I think is a trend we'll see continuing with the new system. Since, uh, for example, the uh, armor plate pieces they're using again on 3.0 from 2.0, since they're not making a lot of new molds out of those, they can do a lot of recolors, which they have been doing and look really nice. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So do we think that we'll see um, any kind of revamp in the system in 4.0? Or is it going to be this the same system, but maybe with some new armor and helmets? New armor, I think we might see a new uh, joint system, probably not. Yeah, yeah I think the, the 2.0 system was probably a pretty big development going on in LEGO. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't see it being replaced in the near future. But I want yeah. feet. New feet. I mean, maybe new definitely, definitely nice. new pieces that are compatible with it. You know, maybe oh. like, you know, longer and shorter joints or maybe a new torso piece or something. But the system in general, I think, is here to stay. Yeah. The system yeah. itself is very different. So that's probably why they'll right. keep it. It's and like, I think it's completely fine to keep it because it's a great, yeah. great system. It is a great system. It makes Hero Factory uh, uh, really different from Bionicle because Bionicle was more of a technic system. This is an, a system of ball joints, which is entirely its own. Right. Yeah. This yeah. is kind of it. You know, they had the other extremes, which were like, you know, Ben 10 and, um, you know, Knight's Kingdom to a, a degree going to the other extreme of the buildable action figures. And I think that Hero yeah. Factory's found a good, happy medium between Bonacle and those themes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's you can definitely recognize it as being sort of a Bionicle successor, but it's definitely its own set line yeah. mm -hmm. by design. Right. So... What kind of themes or what kind of new parts and things like that would we like to see in 4.0 and forward? Like to see. that That's a long list. <laughs> you mean besides the all trans clear set? Yes, <laughs> besides that. We already went over that one. New feet. Yes. I'd like to see some new uh, armor armoring pieces like for the legs and arms that aren't just smooth. Maybe some spiny ones. Or well, We kind of have that going on with spiny Scorpio. Ones. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's only like two or three pieces. It'd be interesting to see a full set with all spinies. Yeah. Definitely. More variety on the armor plates would mm -hmm. allow for just massive diversity among uh, new sets, I think. What about something like um, more technic uh, pin and axle holes in any new pieces we get? 
Yeah, that would be that'd be nice. I know. I, I know a lot of the mockists would uh, love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know would love the markets that. would love it, but I don't know if it would really work with the system. They they are like if, if you look at uh, Scorpio, the uh, kind of semi-sized villain. He really does not use pretty much any pins and axles, and it's it's still a big set. It relies on the new joint technology to do that. Same thing is true with the uh, Witch Doctor. They've kind of refined the uh, practice of using the new system. For uh, and, and making things big and not ugly like Fire Lord. <laughs> Although you know the the Witch Doctor and uh, Raka XL definitely still do have some. They technique. use they use some, but I think it's uh, it's not going to increase. It may decrease. Mm-hmm. So what about uh, what would you like to see for the new villains or larger sets in general? I mean, in 1.0 we had uh, some vehicles, and then pretty much everything else is humanoid. In yeah. uh, 3.0 we have some. Um, animal kind of creatures, which uh, I think is were a welcome addition. So, mm-hmm. how what else would you like to see from the villain perspective? Villain. Less, less humanoids because I uh-huh. like to, like stuff like back in 07, I think with Nocturne and Gadunka and all that. Like yeah. Gadunka yeah. was something we just hadn't seen before, and I know that some people didn't like it, but I loved Gadunka, and I would like to see just Dunka something was- less humanoid. Right, and even I think in 3.0, Waspix is a, a little departure from it. And of course, the others, yeah, more Jaw and Fangs and uh, Scorpio, yeah. are definitely... They, um, they you know, have strayed from humanoid villains uh, this time around as right. opposed to last time. They've got the quadrupedal, two of them, and, and like bug-legged and uh, four-armed. So I, th- I think humanoid, uh, less humanoid villains we've already had. I'd like to see some... Uh, some humanoid villains who are like anti-heroes, you know? They're like the heroes, but darker and maybe really cool-looking and sinister with lots of black and with on uh, on top of transparent stuff and things like that. So do you like to see those like on a smaller scale, like the in the canister size of the normal heroes, maybe? I think what would be cool, uh, which they may or may not do, because the heroes obviously work as the small sets, would be to do what they did in uh, 08, you know, if they had a split where you had three small evil, three small good, and then you got some big good guys too. Mm-hmm. Like the XL, more XL heroes who are their own characters rather than just mm-hmm. a different version of the same hero. And you get uh, some like anti-heroes in the smaller sets and you get vehicles in the bigger sets. That would be nice, I think. Right, I think that could definitely work well. I think it worked well in Bionicle with once yeah. they did the split. I love because it. Other- I'll- Otherwise, you had to wait, you know, the half year for the, the enemies to come out, which was kind of silly. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, well, uh, you mentioned vehicles. Would we like to see more of those? Uh, or maybe some other kind of just machinery in general? Whether it be like, uh, you know, something like the, an Exotoa or something like that? Oh, my God, an Exotoa. Yeah, an Exotoa would be nice. <laughs> I'd like to see less... Fans were always for Exotoa. <laughs> I was just about to say vehicles, but more like walker type vehicles, and no, not your generic yeah. aircraft and motorcycles, yeah. And whatnot. Yeah, I want to see that? something like the uh, turret that Mazeka had. Is that how you pronounce his name? Back in oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it was oh eight. Gone on a yeah. tripod. That was sweet. That was pretty nice. I'd like to see less, more things like that. Basically. So, so going on that right. Um, you know, that used the, the Xamor Sphere launchers. So far, the Hero Factory sets no haven't had any kind of well, play they, features. They have the, uh, the uh, 
Thorn Eye Solange is loaded with Xamors on select villains, but right. they don't have any play features. It's all about the posability so far. Yeah. So do like, we, do you like that, or do you like to see them go I back to maybe some like, kind of play feature? Now that they've now that they've invented this new system, which is fabulous, they should add feet. They should add some kind of functionality to it. That would be just amazing. What what kind of things would you like to see for functionality? Uh, well, I, I mean, some people don't like launchers. I do. I'm one of those people who loves weapons of war that shoot things. I build them all the time. So uh, new projectile systems always excited me. I want to see more of those. Uh, also, I think, I mean, we're obviously not going to get gears, but some kind of melee function, you know? Like, uh, I don't know, special weapons that do things. Maybe you could, they could use some kind of like rubber band kind of thing for for motion with like a you know a lever to yeah yeah go like you know like a karate chopper uh kicking That'd action nice. the problem with functionality is that uh they've obviously invested in posability with the new system so right. whatever functions they would do would have to be separate from the body more more likely like if a a weapon chopped by itself but then can be held by a posable hero that would be a nice compromise but they wouldn't make the hero's arm chop because that sacrifices posability all right, what about uh, you guys, Takuma and Gato? Let's, uh, yeah. let's stop having Aaron uh, hogging everything. Uh-huh. <sighs> oh, I'm still hurting about the gears. <laughs> as far as play, what, what did you call them? Yeah, play features, something like that. Play you know. features. Um, launchers, or in the past, we had the gears and things like that. I think we need something to launch the heroes. So like a, kind of, <laughs> a, a giant hero <laughs> catapult. I mean, the dropship uh, could uh, kind of drop the heroes. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we'll just like we'll just like yeah, Hero Factory 4.0, all anti-air t- turrets in the enemy <laughs> territory. So they need to like get on this giant catapult and be launched to the next planet. I like that idea. <laughs> that would be nice. If if they don't do that, one of us needs to make that happen. <laughs> there you go. You just like. It, it's almost like a Borok type thing. You just kind of like put them into a ball, yeah. set them on the catapult, launch them, and then oh, they open yes, them. yes, would be cool to be like hero. Uh, obviously, they say now that the uh, the canisters are their transportation pods, a la Toa days. But I would like to see something more specialized for personal transport, like a little sphere or something. That'd be cool. Uh, go, going kind of on what you said, maybe something like. Um... You know, you'd you'd buy a hero set, and then you could buy like a a launcher that had like, um, like a glider pack that you you know you attach to their back, and it has some weights. Yes. Yeah. And you kind of launch them. Throw I doubt it, it would work that well, but I think it would look really cool. It, it would, would look, look good. Good. kind of like a Batman kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There you go. You know what might work, which they actually could maybe do. If you uh, make a bunch of heroes for the sets, and then for bigger sets, what you do is you build things that go with all of the heroes. Like you have a jetpack expansion pack, which will be able to mount on any of the heroes, or like an exosuit thing that can work with any of the heroes, things like that. If they did those, that'd be really cool. I was thinking the jetpack idea. Yeah. Yeah, jetpack would work really nicely. Just clip on. Uh Uh-huh. There's just some sort of piece you attach it, like you hit a slammer or a pump or something, just shoots them up in the air. Maybe a parachute yeah. pops out or something. There you go. Hero Factory 4.0, Green Army Men. <laughs> exactly. I think they already made that set. Uh-huh. Hero Factory is a line that has a lot of potential, and I think that LEGO can go a lot of different ways with this, and mm-hmm. some of our craziest fantasies may very well come true you never know 
Yo, here's yeah. another idea as far as something that could be considered a play feature. What about like um, glow in the dark pieces or color changing pieces? Color changing pieces do not work. <laughs> Mega block. Well, I mean, Mega Bloks is obviously inferior to Lego, but I recall they had this uh, Davy Jones that had the changed color in hot water or something like that, well, and it just didn't work. The end. Glow in the dark would be cool. They've done that before, though. Yeah, they have. There's never really been. Uh, in a, a, a large uh, quantity, though. So I think, uh, you know, bring it back as, like, a, some accent pieces might be nice. Yeah. Problem with glow-in-the-dark, though, is it doesn't really work with many color schemes because it only comes in one color. Right. right. Which would be, like, that icky white. <laughs> Krieger should have been glow-in-the-dark for that reason. He was already icky white. Yeah, he definitely seemed like he could have uh, had Pass. that. I, don't know, I just think glow-in-the-dark pieces i see kids going out at night running around with their hero factory heroes and running into trees in the dark <laughs> <laughs> is this something you've done with uh glow-in-the-dark things in the past or <clears throat> yes because <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know anytime i had something that was glow-in-the-dark i never ended up running into trees it's a fundamental part of growing up you clearly had no childhood <laughs> I had no head is what I didn't have. <laughs> well, I'm glad you uh, grew one back like a Time Lord or something. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So, all right, what about, I'm just trying to think of, you know, things that other toy companies do for, um, you know, some kind of play feature. What about um, lights and sounds? We did have those with uh, the Anika and the Piraka. Light, I was thinking so, about making batteries. Yeah. about that. Batteries are, a ha go, were, were you using, yeah. Batteries are evil. They are evil. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the, the Paraka and the Anika are two of my favorite canister lines of all time. I love them to death, and all of my batteries are still restored because I use them sparingly. But the problem with batteries is that your set is no longer water compatible, which increases yeah, like true. outside play and bathtub play by a huge margin. <laughs> Very true. Um, Sounds also get annoying really quickly. Unless they want to make one of the big sets a hero docking station that recharges the batteries. Whoa. <laughs> there Whoa. we go. Get some invest in lithium, Lego. <laughs> there you go. The hero cores like blink when they're charging and then it like goes solid when that it's done. That could be really cool. That would be really cool. Having having the hero cores light up I think would be a nice little touch, definitely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or we can just have one that's made for like rechargeable energizer batteries. I'd buy that set. <laughs> Lego goes green. Any other thoughts on where Hero Factory uh, could or should go in the future? If they do go with like another theme, like you were, we like we were saying earlier, this time around is like animals. Last time it was like firefighting. I I like the animals, but like next time I don't want to see more of like, you know, what's overdone. You know, flying or underwater. I want to see something more original. Lego's already done the jungle theme with Exoforce, and that didn't end up very well. So I agree yeah, on yeah. that point. We should see. If yeah, and they already did, you know, like the underwater and the flying in Bionicle as well. So definitely something uh, new and original. Space? Mm -hmm. No, not space. <laughs> <laughs> that would work well with the jetpacks, though. Yeah, it would. Jeez, I'm trying to think of what Bionicle didn't do. They did everything. Everything. They did. Uh, well, make everything happen. except for. Everything except for all gold sets. <laughs> well, Hero Factory already did that, so. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, places I'd like to see Hero Factory go. If they made, uh, I mean, this is my personal preference, but if they made, like, theatrical Hero Factory, you know, it's like... Oh, goodness. 
theaters they uh, go, going off that i know um at least one member of our staff would like um hero factory rock band oh yeah. <laughs> some oh, some cool. hero factory guitars you know stringer obviously needs Str- a, a guitar <laughs> That'd be just amazing, really. That would. If I did that, I think I would cry just because they are. That'd be so cool. Hero Factory <laughs> Battle of the Bands, you know. <laughs> the power, yeah. the evil power of pop music versus <laughs> hardcore hero rock. I don't know. There we go. <laughs> it's kind of like how I, uh, you know, Lego tied in with uh, Free the Band. It's, it's the yeah. same thing. I was. Um, what about, uh, you know, Bionicle for a time did uh, some minifig scale sets. Do we want to see Hero Factory go there or just stick with the uh, the buildable heroes? I have never got any of the play sets. Yeah, I didn't buy I any did. of the they were cool. Either. They were cool. But, they, I'd um, like to see them do cheaper play sets like in the $20 range and not in the if, 60 50 if they 80, did a full If they did a full theme of it, like going from the little $5 to the $100 like they do with most other LEGO themes instead of making them all... Over thirty dollars, that would be nice. Honey, but, I fuck yeah. the heroes. <laughs> yeah, but I think that Hero Factory should focus more of its time and energy, and Lego should focus more of its Hero Factory um, influence on the buildable figures because there's obviously so many directions to go there. Right, but yeah. I mean, with a playset, they could do a cool thing like actually make the Hero Factory. I was right? just thinking that Ooh. that's one thing they could do. Ooh. That'd be nice. Or, or maybe even, I mean, that could be an idea for an actual Hero Factory skill playset is maybe make like a few different modules where, you know, one is like the weapons upgrade lab and one is the armor upgrade lab. And they can come with, you know, new pieces that you can upgrade your heroes with. Ooh. There you go. Yeah. Integration of the smaller and the bigger like Knight's Kingdom did. That would be nice. Well, I'm yeah. not necessarily talking about like um, system sets or although they could and probably would integrate system pieces but they would be to scale with the large the normal sets like if you like you said if a playset will come with eight like better armor for a full-size hero Mm -hmm. just on the side that would be nice yeah it definitely sounds like a good idea i personally don't even buy sets anymore because they just sit around well i take mine apart after about five minutes and start building with them because i'm cool like that so i buy (laughs) sets See, I just like building them by the instructions. I don't really do that much mocking, so it's like, okay, I buy it, I build it, now it just sits on my shelf. Well, at this very moment, my entire room floor is littered with all kinds of medieval slash steampunk parts, so I'm plenty into mocking. Yeah, when I buy sets, I generally look at, like, okay, that would look really cool sitting on my desk, and that's why I picked up the Ice Dragon. He's currently sitting on my... uh, Subwoofer, just hanging out. Oh, nice. Nice that you have that and that you have the subwoofer. It is. Well, that's that's kind of the distinction for me between buying the buildable action figures and the uh, system sets. System sets I do build with actively, whereas the action figures are there to look cool and kind of gotten in the habit, so I still buy them. But so far, Hero Factory hasn't been quite as uh, influential on me for buying them. I have a few sets, but I'm not nearly as rabid as I was with Bionicle. Because yeah. the characters don't the characters just don't drive me at all. Yeah, the, the story is definitely um, not as strong. So <laughs> so that's that's one thing we could uh, talk about as far as for the future. Would we like to see them try to integrate the story more? Oh, definitely. I I don't know how I would feel with 
making the story bigger and better per se because I felt that well I personally didn't like how Bionicle was going towards the end just because the everything got so integrated and complex and it's really put me off and I like huh. this simple year to year thing it is nice and simple and it means that kids can do whatever they want with these heroes they don't have to worry about so and so just have to know these are the good guys these are the bad guys anything can happen right which is it's yeah. a much more open world for sure it is a much more open mm-hmm. world but the problem with that is that sacrifices uh character and character development because there's no lasting plot line people like we, we get so we've gotten stormer three times so we're going to get him for the third time and yet we still don't really know him which is just kind of weird to me mm-hmm. right yeah they, there have been like some attempts but definitely was not nearly as much as uh bionicle ever had mm-hmm. right. yeah i mean kind of like going off of what uh gato said like, yeah, towards the end, I liked that there was a lot more story we were getting. I did not like that I had to go a million different places just to get it. Mm. <laughs> like, I liked Bionicle most at the very beginning where everything was in the comic that came with the Lego magazine. Mm-hmm. I think that was all the best, in my opinion. That's the beginning. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Golden years, back in my day. Right, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely uh, a little bit of rose-colored glasses and nostalgia. But, oh. um... So I'd like to just see more out of the comics they put in the Lego magazine. Yeah, there have only been a, a couple of them so far, so it would be nice to see those yeah. more frequently. Well, it makes sense. I was going to say, have, they, have all the released ones come out in Lego magazines? Because I could have sworn I was like jumping from one issue to like skipping three in the next magazine or something. For some reason, I haven't been getting my magazine, so I didn't even know about that. Um. <laughs> I, I don't remember exactly offhand, but I want to say there have only been two or th- maybe only two actual <laughs> comics. One was for like 1.0 and one was for 2.0. Yeah, okay. I could have sworn like the comics were numbered though and there was, I don't know, maybe I'm there, just There might have been crazy. online comics. I want to say there might have been online ones. I, I don't remember that might, either. <laughs> that might be, that might well, be where missing numbers are. Yeah. And for their uh, for the shaky story that Hero Factory has, they haven't really been expanding it to comics. They've been using the... Uh, the Nickelodeon TV episodes. Which I know. have not yet got around to watching. Right. I, I, saw, I, I watched the first season. It was not that uh, compelling, let's say. Pretty much every episode is just Hero 1 and Hero 2 take on Villain X. And then they come back and then they take on another one the next episode. There was no um, themes or motivations or anything, which was whatever. It would be so nice if uh, Lego made those maybe more widely available, like on the Hero Factory website or something. Yeah, they, they should definitely put them on the site, I think. I mean, I you know, obviously you, they could time delay it and such, but uh, definitely, yeah, yeah that, that would definitely allow them to reach out because, you know, I think um, a kid would be more likely these days when he buys a set to type in the web address than to search through his TV listings to find out when... You know, it's going to yeah. be on TV. And then have, having missed it, he can't go back and deep. He can't even TiVo it. So right. what's the point? They, they can make them readily available online, I think. And yeah. If they continue with that, especially. Yeah, no, I definitely sure think it would, they, they will be. I definitely think it would help with like the community more, too, because if more people could watch them, we might see more like fanfics and stuff like that come from it. Ah. Right. Because it's well, something to base it off of. Having seen these things, I would not write a fanfic personally. <laughs> nothing to write, but that's that's just me. All right. Well, I think uh, we have definitely given Lego plenty of uh, ideas for them to ideas. Uh, yeah. From us. Yeah. Yeah. 
Please steal them. They're great. Ideas. <laughs> yes, we're giving them away the for free. Again. We'd love to see uh, these in uh, upcoming sets and everything. So, oh yes. and I'm sure um, you know. Hopefully, a lot of the members will agree with uh, a lot of what we said. And mm-hmm. you know, definitely Lego. And if you're listening, which uh, you probably aren't, but uh, check out our forums for uh, more ideas. <laughs> we always have ideas. Sometimes they're the right ones. Sometimes they're the wrong ones. But they're always ideas. Definitely. I don't think an idea can necessarily be right or wrong. Well, uh, it's I just mean, whether or not Lego thinks they can sell it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, or 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 whether or not said idea is focused around uh, Bionicle coming back. That- <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think that that idea is always going to exist on VC Power. <laughs> always, you know, it's it's like the uh, it's the the thing that'll never die. Right. Which is good because you know Bionicle is what we're based on, and that's you know that's always going to be our our roots, no matter uh, what Lego is doing. All right, guys. Well, thanks for coming on, and thanks for uh, talking about the uh, some you know ideas for the future of Hero Factory. Hopefully, we'll, we will see some of them come to uh, fruition at some point. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Okay, so with me now are McSmeeg and McCaru to do our uh, first versus segment where we're going to pit Cyber Slammers against the Borok. How's it going, guys? It's going well. I can't complain. All right, well, since the uh, Cyber Slammers came out first, we're going to let Andrew talk about them a little bit so you guys who uh, weren't, aren't familiar with the theme can uh, know what it's about. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Andrew. The Cyber Slammers, uh, starting way back in the far-flung year of 1998, which I'm sure we all remember well, were one of, one of the early delicious uh, Technic themes, or Technique, depending on however you pronounce it, um, predating not only Bionicle, but also the Roboriders and the Throbots. Uh, most people who remember Cyber Slam, and everybody should because it was the best, uh, remember it for its themed colors of purple and teal, which sadly both don't really exist much anymore. This was the classic uh, Lego purple rather than the dark purple. Um, basically, the, there wasn't you know, much of a story outlined. It was, it was much more left to your own devices you know, in the creative spirit of Lego, but basically it was all competition between two, you know, the teal and purple camps and uh, the Technique figs that it came with, which were awesome, um, basically would have these different mecha suits in uh, in different configurations, and they would fight each other, and if you'd hit a little uh, paddle on the opponent, it would you know, eject him from his car, and it would be awesome. It was so much fun. Yeah, the, the sets were uh, pretty cool. They had a lot of action features, for sure. That was what the theme was all about. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, the purple team tended to have, like, robotic creatures like spiders and scorpions and things yeah well i mean it was all robotic um but uh the purple team who the the purple team character was a cyborg with this eyepiece and and uh, mechanical limbs and stuff um yeah a lot a lot of the purple vehicles were modeled after insects and things of that nature whereas the teal ones were uh more straightforward and vehicular in nature like uh like bikes or uh or just robot things with big arms and, and whatnot Right. So, uh, Brian, how about those Borok? How about those Borok? Back in 2002, when I was just a young fella, I uh, happened across a couple little canister sets. They looked kind of cool and picked one up and brought it home, put it together, and this little Borok. I had to find out a feat of engineering. They were able, the Lego was able to get us into a little sphere, and then uh, you can unfold all the pieces and 
transform into this little bug thing that had a little neck snapping thing. You know, that, that was fun. You could just play with that for hours, you know. And previous sets that had those masks that snapped off, uh, you could easily use that little head thing and kind of knock the masks off for a little while. And they really came with a little crana and took that off. And apparently in the storyline, that uh, takes over a person's mind. And I thought that was kind of a, a cool little edge. Right. And uh, so there are some other kind of supporting sets along the way as well. Oh, yeah. We had the, the Barag, you know, the, the big mass of lords, queens, if you will, of the Borok. And I, I don't think I've owned quite a... That was the first really large Technic set I had ever purchased. And uh, thank goodness for clearance, you know, 15 bucks. <laughs> I hear you. Right. And then there and, was, uh, of course, the, the Borok Cal and the Borok Va. The, the Borok Cal, which were really cool silver versions, the elitists. And you had the uh, Borog Va, the little uh, helper dudes that were kind of like the Turaga, but uh, they came with little cool little pieces as well for the mockers. And they also had a uh, crown as well. Right. I think the the coolest thing about the Borog line was, of course, the uh, the white metal promotion. Uh, the, the, the the sterling right, silver sterling white silver metal and metal, the, yeah. the vacuum. Right. The vacuum metal, which, which uh, a lot of people really didn't have. Those were the really, really hard ones to get a hold of. Yeah. And you know what? The, the the sets were great, but uh, you also had a really cool story that came along with it. You know the 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 Toa standing, you know, triumphant over their recent victory over Makuta. Uh, they're they're kicking back, they're having a good time, and all of a sudden these little creatures show up, and not just a few. They're swarming over the island, you know, and they they take it by storm, and they have all these really cool powers that uh, reflect the uh, Toa. So it, it was like a direct matchup for for our, our heroes, you know, and they, they were eventually defeated and in a, in a nice little, uh, saga, you see, you see the, uh, exo suits and uh, the Toa fighting the, uh, Barag and the poor little guys are forced back into their, uh, these, these big prisons and all the Borok are kind of left to slavery. And then come along the cow who mess everything up. Steal the really, Toa's powers. Steal the Toa's powers. I thought that, that was a good little, uh, twist. And uh, they they were really formidable foes. You know, you can say what you want about the sets really not being original and how they were just kind of recolors, a little bit of retooling on the uh, the hand shields. But they they were great. They had great storyline support, and I, I found them really awesome. And that uh, white metal Kranikal, silver Kranikal, uh promotion they had really sweetened the deal to me. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually, you know, the Toa overcome and. Uh, set the Barag down once and for all, and all the Borok are, are, are left to their own devices, and then nothing else ever happened from that point to the Borok at all. Right, that was oh. the end of the Borok. I never heard anything more about them. Nothing oh. from that point forward. Um, Bev, you know, you know, I've just, I was falling asleep there listening to you talk about all this story stuff going on, and I was I, just I thinking, you know, how great it line. was. I was just thinking how great it was in Cyberslam how they didn't encumber it with this necessary story you had to latch on. Instead, much more in the spirit of Lego, which is all about creativity, they let you make up your own story. And, you know, I remember when I was a kid playing with my Cyberslam sets, what great fun we had. You know, I had this whole saga, and I came up on my own, um, where, uh, where the cyborg guy from the purple team was uh, the reanimated corpse of uh, Alexander Hamilton, you know, retrofitted with... Uh, with cybernetic limbs and implants on a, me- a mission of revenge against the Teal guy who's the last descendant of Aaron Burr. 
you who of course killed alexander hamilton in a duel and uh and they built these giant meccas to fight it out you know for this this uh this epic battle to end all battles in american history and it was uh yeah and i i'm just really struck by how much more fun it was to make to construct that story myself again in the whole spirit of lego uh and uh, rather than being restricted by what you know some guy writing comics says you know i'm just saying yeah, uh- yeah, I suppose that lack of foresight did re- result in some pretty cool imaginative stories, you know, including your unusual rewrite of history. <laughs> but uh, no, the Borak definitely had a lot going for them too, didn't they? I thought they had a lot going for them. You know, you you, you could do pretty much do whatever you wanted with them. They came with uh, quite a few cool parts, you know, you form any which way you want. That's the beauty of mocking, you know. Yeah, I didn't see the cyber slammers rolling up into balls. Yeah, you know, when well, I, I go to Brick Shelf and I, I, I looked up Cyber Slam and I got five hits and one of them was a, a guy with big wheels and that, that's pretty much it. You look up Borok, uh, there's not enough pages. They're, yeah, they're, that's they're, because that's because everybody can have a Borok and like stick one little thing and be like, oh, look, I made a mod. But the Cyber Slam, those came with real pieces, not specialized big chunks of pieces like the Borok did. I'm saying. Also, now what colors did the Borok come in? Oh, red, blue, black, you know, Yawn, uh, Cyber Slam, purple and teal. Now, where are you going to find that these days? That that's like that's a renaissance that just has passed. Yeah, yeah I, I suppose purple and teal are pretty good. That's why you see them a lot nowadays. A lot of demand for it. You don't see them nowadays because Lego's forgotten, forgotten. Forgotten like, how awesome that oh, is. Exactly, as as we discovered at Brick Fair, what was that two thousand nine? When <laughs> when they they didn't know what teal was because I don't know. They drank the or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'll the Cyber say. Slammers didn't have, uh, you know, exclusive silver pieces you could get. Hey, maybe that's because the Cyber Slammers didn't need some fancy metal promotion in order to sell their sets because they were just good enough on their own. Yes, yeah. I suppose those five people would agree. Oh, 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 well. Yeah, you that, notice hey, how I, the Cyber Slammers theme didn't last that long, did it? The Cyber Slammers theme didn't last that long because Lego was still in an experimental phase at the time. You know, they were trying new things, going in different directions, and trying. You know, Lego, Lego before you know this point before Bionicle really in a lot of ways didn't have these long, you know, decade-lasting themes. It was there was a high turnover rate. But um, you you could think of Cyber Slam as a kind of magnum opus you know, that comes during an experimental phase of the band, like the White Album by the Beatles or something. You know, that was. It's it's they were trying different things and hitting a lot of really good notes. And you could consider the Borok the offshoot of what happens when Lego decides to dust off the Cheetos off its chest and graduate from college and do something productive. Uh, all, right. <laughs> all right, all right. Look, where do you think, where do you think Lego got all the uh, the ideas in the Borok, like the snapping necks and all those fun action features? Where do you think that started? Oh, that started right there in Cyber Slam. Did it first, did it best. I don't know about best, you know, a little, little punching plum bob. That's kind of cool. You know what we brought to the table? We brought teeth. You going to tell uh, me that uh, shared uh, teeth are, are going to be beat out by uh, a tiny fist? I'm sorry. Hey, no, uh, hey, no, hey, no. There are teeth and claws and stingers in Cyber Slam and some of those purple beastly mechs, you know. They've got that one guy, you know, the, the one purple sheep. Well, what is that set? Um, 
that uh, uh it's an automated one that goes around of its own volition it snaps at you with its claws it stings at you with its tail of course if you hit it you know with the with the teal guys one you know the head like flips open and the eyes change to these bugged out ones and it's it's i mean it's so it's all animated it's colorful it's wonderful it's it is what everybody wants you're right it is pretty memorable i can name all the borok what are the, some of the names of some of the sets that you had there are the Cyber Strikers, which I have right here on the desk right next to me. There's the Bungie Chopper, which uh, there was both red and teal, or uh, sorry, purple and teal ones. So there was good and bad Bungie Chopper ones. There's the Dual Bikes, which is in the later wave of Cyber Slam, where they had all the cool vests and whatnot. Oh, there's countless ones that you can continue going on. Um, there's the Blue Thunder versus the Stinger, which was another automated one. There's, uh, the one that I was just talking about was Robot's Revenge, and I remember that because what a cool name is that. See, you just don't see cool names like that anymore. Robot's Revenge. No, they got to have, like, Zokrak or Zadak or, oh, let's, let's try to do as many hard consonants as we can in there. Oh, that's creative. I agree, and I appreciate your continuing use of Wikipedia for all your arguments. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's and, really easy to name them when you can just look up and see a list, isn't it? I don't have Wikipedia open at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even use Wikipedia. Wikipedia probably didn't even bother to list all the set names for Cyber Slam. Yeah, I bet you they don't for the Borag either. You know, I noticed one thing on the Borag, and they don't really have any weak points. You know what you have on your sets there, Andrew? You have weak points. Huh, you Over know what? Bands and silly things like that. Uh, I, you know, strangely, I do remember a weak point built right into the Bahraig when the when the jaws snatch around that portion right at the uh, underneath their necks, at the front of their bodies, and pull it out. Hmm. Suddenly, the Bahraig are incapacitated. And you know what doesn't make sense about that? The fact that the only people that can do that to each other with the Bahraig, and this contradicts that precious story of yours, are, is another Bahraig. So what are they sitting there fighting each other the whole time? Okay, yeah, but- you know what? There's only one way to solve this. You know what I'm talking about? I Battle think to I death. do. All right. All right. You take this, Bullrock, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ha. Take that. Ha. Ha. You right next to that. Right, right there. Right there. Right so with me now are Kaipu and Spirit to talk about the recently released Hero Recon Team Recon Hero Builder. Say that five times fast, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to attempt that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is something really cool that LEGO did this year where you can design and build and then buy your own hero sets. Kind of like the Design by Me uh, thing right. they've got yeah, going no, They, they say it's powered to- by Design by Me, so it's the same back end, I guess. But it limits you to like you know a pre-made template for a basic hero that you can uh, customize. So, uh, what were some of your thoughts when you first heard about this? Where was this ten years ago for Bionicle? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think um, you know people were kind of clamoring for that for a while. I mean, you know, if not for Design by Me, since that wasn't around, then like put Bionicle pieces in Lego Digital Designer, put them in Pick a Brick, you know, anything. I'm sure. Yeah, the fans I mean, would it, love it's that such then. a it's such a great idea because everybody wants to like build you know an incredible model or, or heck at least have the uh, the cobblers match, but you know not everybody has the collection or they have the ability to buy multiple copies of the of the same set just to get a couple of bricks in the right color or the right piece type. So right. I mean, I think the thing is really brilliant. You know, like you can just design it 
and then buy the parts. Yeah, and I think um, as part of the the whole feature, you actually get it in like a, a nice box and everything. That's you know, it's a, a nice complete package, which is really cool. Yeah, like I I would be excited even without that, but that's kind of like icing. Right, <laughs> and uh, the the pricing is pretty reasonable. It's uh, thirteen dollars in the U.S. I believe, which you know is more than the the heroes themselves, but. You know, you have to take into consideration that this isn't like a mass-produced thing. You know, they actually, from uh, what I'm aware of, they actually have people who have to like pick out like these individual pieces. It's not something that can be easily automated. So there's a, right. a lot of effort behind that. So for considering all that, you know, I think it's a pretty good deal that you can get a custom uh, action figure guy. So did that, did, they didn't also add the pieces to like the more traditional digital designer, right? Like if you want to get these hero factory parts you have to do it through this program uh no actually i think they are in uh digital designer the thing is uh from what i've heard i haven't tried it myself if you were to build like the same exact hero in digital designer it, it'll actually cost more oh for for whatever reason i guess the, the pricing of the pieces which is kind of odd considering but um whatever uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to claim that Lego's pricing strategy has ever made sense to everyone. Yeah. I guess they're trying, maybe they're trying to encourage people to use that. That's definitely a possibility. To, I don't know. Like, well, I was just thinking because, like, if you were trying to make maybe a larger model, like, what the most efficient way to get a bunch of Euro Factory pieces would be. Yeah, you could definitely um, try doing that because, I mean, with the this um, Hero Builder, you're limited to certain. Uh, limb and torso shapes, even though other ones do exist. You know, they have like different uh -huh. sizes and lengths of those pieces. So I think uh, more of those are available on the digital designer side. I see. So uh, I believe each of you have gotten a chance to play around with it. So what are your thoughts on the actual interface and you know the choices that you have when building your hero? Um, it was a little confusing, probably because I don't have any hero factory sets. I wasn't sure like what the individual pieces were but like once i figured out what it was turning into more than just a random skeleton i i kind of got the hang of it but like at first it, it was interesting i didn't realize that like there was kind of multiple layers of of parts that you could actually add right you yeah, know you like start with like the the head and then the torso armor and the arm and leg armor etc right so it actually like you kind of have to build the skeleton or the core of it first and then add on, like, the the fun accessories. Yeah, the, the thing I found kind of annoying about that was, you know, I, like, made the, did the first couple steps, and then when I got to a later one, you know, I wanted to keep the, the colors matching, and I realized that certain of the accessories I wanted were only available in certain colors, so I had to go back to see mm -hmm. if I could swap the colors on those. And then I had to step back th through all the steps and reselect all the other pieces I had selected. Which oh, that's a little... Annoying. Yeah, it'd be nice if you could just repaint certain colors, you know. Right, the, uh, there might the be end. a way. I, I haven't played around with it too much, but uh, it wasn't well, uh, intuitive there. Yeah, well, it's... I, I can kind of get why they do it, because some of the things, if you change it, then it you have to change a whole... every other layer on top of it. And some of the pieces, they just don't come in that color right. for whatever reason. And so that's probably why they, they don't let you do that. Yeah, what did you guys think of the color palette in uh, general? Actually, that was maybe one of the things that I was a little disappointing. 
I expected like if you wanted to just make something like all one color, like I just tried to do like black and blue or something like that. Like it's actually a little more difficult than I would have imagined it should be. Um, yeah, I think uh, for the most part, the pieces you can use are the ones available in uh, in the actual sets. So that does kind of and by the actual sets, I mean the um, the Hero Factory 2.0 from earlier this year, not the uh, 3.0, which will be coming out later. So hopefully they'll uh, increase the selection when the new sets come out, which would be a, a welcome addition. Yeah. But yeah, the, the color palette was kind of limited. So anything else that you guys uh, thought about this in general? Uh, the ease of use? Would, are you, would you guys consider using this to buy a set? I definitely toyed with the idea. Like it's, it's a custom thing. I can decide what it looks like. But I don't know if uh, my wallet is uh, really in the mood for buying custom sets right now. <laughs> yeah, like we discussed, yeah. they are a bit more than the normal canisters. Overall, though, I think it's a pretty, uh, I think it's a pretty great idea, and I do wish there was a little bit more of like a color and, and part selection, so that you could really like make whatever you wanted. Right, and um, I, like I said, I'd like to, you know, there are different. Um, you know, limb and torso pieces. I'd like to be able to change those as well, you know, to get some more variety yeah. of figures. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it, Like you should at least be able to, um, you should at least be able to make like a solid or a two-tone character. And that seemed like it was a little bit more difficult yeah, to actually accomplish really, that. If you really look through and like, you know, pick just, you know, there's maybe one or two colors that the pieces are, widely enough available to do that with. I think that pretty much covers it. Uh, at the beginning, we mentioned that we would have liked to see this on Bionicle. How well do you think that would have worked since, um, you know, a lot of the Bionicle sets did tend to have, I think, um, more variation than Hero Factory, you know, excluding things like the Borok and the Rakshi, obviously. So do you think uh, it could have actually worked out for that? I think it would have probably ended up best as like a Matoran builder or a Toa builder, like things that are, have several copies of themselves, like the Toa Metru, where we have like an infinite number of those with the same build, or the Toa Inika, where we've used, they, Legos used that mold like for years. Right. Like if you had a builder of that, it probably would work better than a builder of everything. Because, yeah, like you said, lots of different builds from year to year. Yeah, and I mean, I can see why, kind of like, why they do this now, because the whole Hero Factory thing is all about, you know, the, the factory is a hero creator, right? So right. it kind of ties in with uh, the limited story LEGO has, but it still would have been nice to have this back in Bonacle, even though it wouldn't have tied in as nicely. It does seem like they kind of thought ahead and, like, wrote this whole concept into the story from the beginning. Um you know, I, like I wouldn't the put it past them, <laughs> and so that's that's actually kind of a cool, kind of a cool thing. Like, because the the whole thing is really like, yeah, that they're making these heroes, which ties in both to like the building aspect of playing with Lego sets, as well as like creating your own and and even building them like at home. So maybe a little bit more so than with Bionicle, it actually ties into kind of Lego's hall. Like like ethic, you know, like the what will you make, what will you create kind of taglines that they've had over the years. Right, you know, it's kind of uh, another outlet for your, your imagination. 
Right. Whereas, you know, Bionicle tended to be the kind of very strict and story-based. You know, obviously, you look at our BBC forum, lots of people have been using their imagination, but uh, no, I think, um, you know, this kind of is encouraging it more for the younger members. Right. All right. Any uh, final remarks on the hero recon team, recon hero builder? <laughs> um, I think it's a, a really great idea. And while there's a few places I think that it could be improved, um, it's certainly something that's been a long time coming. And I think it's make a lot of people happy. All right. Spirit, anything? Um, no, I think we've said everything that needs to be said. It's uh, a neat way to get custom, like, um, well, your own custom set. And I think that's largely what people will like in uh, just for Lego to do. Yeah, no, I, um, you know, obviously they have design by me and such. So I think, or I hope that Lego will continue to kind of push, um, you know, this uh, whole idea of the letting people design and then buy their own sets. So hopefully we'll see more of this in the future. Definitely. All right. So uh, thanks for coming on, guys. And I will talk to you guys later. All right. All right. And we're just about to wrap up this month's episode of the BZ Powercast. We love getting feedback, so please let us know what you thought. You can leave us a review on iTunes, or once the forums come back online, you can leave us some feedback there. Speaking of the forums, which are offline at the time of this recording, we are hard at work trying to uh, do a lot of work on those to give you a, a little bit of a hint. So far, we've backed up our database, and we're exporting and converting that to a different forum software. Uh, why we're doing that, you'll find out soon enough, but it probably is not going to be exactly what you think. Once that's done, we have a, a lot of other work to do, so the forums are probably still going to be offline for a little bit yet. Sorry to uh, break that to you guys. But once they're back, I think uh, most people are going to really like the changes, and there's going to be a lot of them. So it's definitely something to look forward to. But anyway, thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'm going to leave you guys with the latest recording by the Taped Headphones. Enjoy.
24 hours to go I wanna be sedated Nothing to do, nowhere to go I wanna be sedated Just put me in a wheelchair and get me to the show Hurry, 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 before I go, look, go I can't control my fingers and I can't control my toes Oh, no, 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 no Bam, bam, ba, bam, ba, bam, bam, ba, bam I wanna be sedated Bam, bam, ba, bam, ba, bam, bam, ba, bam I wanna be sedated Bam, bam, ba, bam, ba, bam, bam, ba, bam I wanna be sedated Bam, bam, ba, bam, ba, bam, 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 bam I wanna be Oh, we may have to check this. Well, I'm not checking because Wikipedia. You know, you know, Wikipedia said that the Bowie knife was invented by David Bowie. That's not true. All right. 